0: And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that
1: same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Jeff Hardy. He finally reveals where he will be heading. And it's it's non-wrestling related. Last night on Matt Hardy's Twitch stream, he revealed what he's going to be doing over the next month. Plus, we got Tony Khan teasing some new AEW debuts. We'll be getting some this Wednesday night, or are we going to be saving those for later on It Revolution? Plus, some big news of a possible two-cool reunion. I'm ready to dance. We got Bill Apter on the show today on The Top Story. Here we go. Watch out, watch out! What's up, everyone? Hey. It is the Sports Keto Wrestling Top Story of the Day. I'm Jose G. Next to me right over here is Kevin Kellum. He normally hosts, but today is a special occasion because we have the legendary pro wrestling journalist, hey. Bill After joining us on the top story to give him his two cents on today's headlines. How are you, Bill?
2: Well, that's great, and I plan to give more than two cents. I, I already have some stories to break that you didn't even... First of all, Jeff Hardy... Is going to come here to After's Alley. Eventually. Oh, so that's Tony Khan is trying to sign me. I haven't revealed that yet. <laughs> the big news though is I'm in a different place uh, in After's Alley. I'm in the study. You can see uh, the headline of my book, Is Wrestling Fixed? I didn't know it was broken. But more importantly, is this guy over here?
0: It's Cookie Monster. That's the Cookie Monster. A cookie monster. I
2: understand I understand he has uh quit Sesame Street. What and he's now a free agent. What? What yeah. he's a
0: free agent? He got Tony released. Tony
2: Khan's been I, I actually uh I actually have a recording of him here uh that I intercepted a call between me and Tony Khan. Hold huh. on, let me see if I can play this thing on my phone.
0: Okay. Oh, yes,
2: I am no longer working for them. I am available. Okay,
0: (laughs) goodbye. Uh, That's simple. (laughs) That's simple. So,
2: you know, I have had since. Do you guys know the story of the Cookie Monster, Mick Foley, and me?
1: I would love to hear this. I I have never heard this story. I would love, please indulge us.
2: Well, this is a this should be a top story.
1: <laughs> so
2: when when Mick's son Dewey was probably four or five years old, I got a phone call in the middle of the night from Mick Foley. He says, "Bill, Dewey won't go to sleep," and I said, "Put him on the phone." So he puts him on the phone. And I go, "Hello, Dewey. This is Cookie. We are all very tired here, and we want to go to sleep." So he says, "Can I talk to Ernie?" Uh, Hi there, Dewey. This is Ernie. We all need to go to sleep. Okay, goodbye. And Mick called me the next day that Dewey went to sleep. Well, years later, I was uh, in the ring in one of Alex Shane's uh, Frontier Wrestling shows in England. And I was being roughed up by uh, uh, Alex Shane and his uh, manager, Greg Lambert. And all of a sudden, Mick Foley came to my rescue and he chased him out of the ring. And he said to the audience in England, like 10,000 people, you all know Bill Aptor, right? But do you know that Bill Aptor is the cookie monster? And he gave me the mic in front of 10,000 people. I said, hello, England, it is me. And they went crazy yelling, cookie, 10,000 people. So I love telling that story. It's an honor to be here. I love the show. Thank you. uh, Hopefully you'll bring me back now that I'm an official member of the Sports Kita family. Yeah, you it's know, so I must cool. say, you've
0: just, you've just launched some features with on the website. I know you just put up one recently. It's kind of you kind of put a, a tantalizing take out there. Can you yeah, tell this me this was behind?
2: the most unusual story I ever wrote in my entire journalistic writing broadcasting career? Is that I had a dream about interviewing Dusty Rhodes, who I interviewed like a million times, and I got out of bed. My wife threw me out of the bed because I was getting so noisy at three o'clock in the morning, two dusty. nights ago, dusty, dusty. because I was talking in my sleep, interviewing somebody. It was dusty <laughs> about Cody and what he would tell Cody about being booed. So the story is on if you uh, uh, if you go after this terrific show, if you go and look up uh, Bill Apter profile Sports Kita on um, on Google or whatever search engine you have. You'll see my profile, and there are the last three stories that I wrote. This is the most current one. That's, That's intriguing. That is
1: absolutely awesome, Bill. And you know what? I'm going to have to talk to the to management team and see if I can have you on every Thursday because that way we have an excuse to call it Bill App Thursdays.
2: I, You know I'm apt to do that?
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. We Wordplay, Well, dude. you know, you, to do
2: that, you guys would have to agree to certain terms to get me on oh. every week.
0: Negotiations. All right, it's public. I'll leave, are, I'll leave that for
1: management. I
2: need an entire box of my Tic Tacs. Tic Tacs. Okay,
0: <laughs> not um, the regular flavor. Not yes, the regular you know, flavor. Fruit
2: Adventure Tic Tacs. Fruit Adventure. The, I don't know if anyone from Tic Tacs is watching this, but they are the best Tic Tacs. I carry. Well, maybe, we'll,
1: maybe we'll get a sponsorship yeah, from, from Tic Tacs you know, because of Bill. After
2: people always know when I'm walking into a room because they'll hear. <laughs> as I'm walking. So, but I'm very excited to be here and thank you so much for inviting me here. Well, such thanks, a pleasure to have you
1: on, Bill. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, as always, remember to subscribe to our Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. Like, share, and subscribe and smash that notification bell so you never miss whenever we drop brand new content, tons of new interviews and content dropping ahead of this of this week. At Bill Apter's got a ton of stuff right now, now already. Wait he's got a minute. Stuff wait with a minute. With I didn't want
2: to mention t- this to you, but I'm going to be partnering with a very famous ex-wrestler from Russia, and we are going to start our own site. Nikita Koloff, we're going to be calling it Nikita.
0: <laughs> there we go. Uh, there we go. Sports <laughs> Nikita, Nikita. We are now now we we'll we're going to team up. We a Russian competitor.
2: We are going to be like WWE and AEW. We're going to be Nikita. <laughs> okay,
1: up. as always guys uh go ahead and give us a, f- a like share and subscribe engage with the show make sure you sound off in the comments in today's story today's lead story we got an update
2: absolutely
1: thing, as many things as you like sir no no
2: i'm looking at my graphic there. it looks like uh after l wrestling it's after one wrestling it okay, is it's,
1: it's a number one it is a number it's one the number one so just, it is just the, the number one, one. one yeah just I, I made sure i made oh, sure Right. <laughs> uh so yes guys so today's uh, opening lead story is Jeff Hardy. Uh, he has been dominating the headlines over the past week and in the last couple of days and last night Matt Hardy had a uh, Twitch stream and he revealed a couple of things that were going on and he told the public that Jeff Hardy is back on touring on his music band and he's going to be visiting your town close by Rockford Illinois Kevin
0: yeah, he will be in Rockford this week and throughout the Midwest. So this these dates kind of line up with the WWE loop that would have been this week, which included Chicago, Rosemont, Illinois, just outside of it, and Rockford, as well as some other dates in the Midwest. This is something he's been doing recently where, it, based around WWE shows, he would have a late-night show by himself just performing music and doing like his own meet-and-greet, which I guess not too many people in WWE were allowed to do, but Jeff would because of his tenure in the company uh, and his popularity – and maybe that was something, a part of his most recent deal that he signed with WWE about a year, year and change ago. But now he's out of WWE, still has this tour. He's still holding up these dates. It's, it's interesting, though, as well, Bill, this whole tour is lining up with what the WWE is doing in the next week. So he's going to be in the same towns as the WWE. Yeah. Which
2: makes but- sense business-wise for him to have placed himself there because the fans from the WWE after the show, if it's a late night show that Jeff Hardy's going to do and I've seen him uh, perform he's he's really he's he's really good um so after the WWE show people can head over to wherever he's going to be appearing I don't think he was planning on hey you know they let me go and I'm going to be competitive to them it makes sense that that's where the WWE is you want to see Jeff Hardy come and see me
0: But the big question arises with this video that Matt Hardy put out. They're doing Matt facts, which was an on-screen gimmick that they do with Matt Hardy and WWE. They have uh, Matt referencing things that the Hardys did together in the ring. They brought Mm -hmm. up as many things as they possibly could that WWE doesn't own as an intellectual property. And they brought up the Hardy boys with their real names, which WWE doesn't technically own. They may license it in some way. Uh, And they kept mentioning these things, and they had a ladder in the ring. And it's a ring on the Hardy compound, and All of these illusions are made. You have the Young Bucks yesterday. We covered this, the hottest tag team in the world. Now, the Bucks and the Hardys have had a match before, but obviously with All Elite Wrestling. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, it was done before, but now with All Elite, there's a lot more of a platform for them to do this again. Is it just inevitable that we get the Hardy Boys and the Bucks on television again in AEW?
2: Yes, in my opinion, absolutely. I think this is where, I think Jeff needs to maintain him being visual out there with the, where people can see him staying alive on social media, Mm -hmm. uh, keeping the buzz going about Jeff Hardy, making it a mystery. And uh, uh, I think we will see the Hardys against the Young Bucks. And this is gonna be interesting because you have the older team of, let's say the Rock and Roll Express who are Mm -hmm. the Young Bucks or the younger version kind of, of that style of the Rock and Roll Express. So the Hardy's are kind of like in the middle of the Young Bucks, the Hardies, and the Rock and Roll Express. It's like three layers of different ages there. So I think this would be a terrific. Terrific I think match. that's
1: a great analogy Bill just because for the simple fact that you you look at the guys like the young bucks and you can clearly see that they've been very very influenced by the Hardy boys just by their moveset alone. Oh, so cool. so I think that this is going to be a tremendous thing. We did have it at a lower scale back in 2017. Um now with AEW on a grander scale with TNT or even at a pay-per-view, uh, I think this could draw a lot <clears throat> excuse me a lot of eyes.
2: Oh, so, right, absolutely. Absolutely. Or TBS.
1: You know, I I'm if
0: I'm Warner, if I'm Warner Television, obviously you want this on pay-per-view, fans would pay for this in pay-per-view. AEW has the traditional pay-per-view structure. They don't have the streaming model, the streaming, you know, subscription service. This is a match that fans would pay for as an attractive mm-hmm. thing. And they have much more of a platform to market it now with AEW and Warner to be able to promote it on TV. But if you're Warner, do you go to them and say we want this match on television. We sure. don't want it because you know AEW is doing basically some pay-per-view matches. They're going to do this with Winter's coming this week. You're getting Brian Danielson versus Hangman Page. That's a pay-per-view yeah. match they're doing essentially yeah. on television.
2: Yeah, but I, I think what you're saying is absolutely right. Give them a teaser of that match, maybe ten minutes, and all hell breaks loose, and it's on the next pay-per-view in a full match. You know, that's that, that's the wrestling business. You know, give that ultimate tease of a 10 or 15 minute match and make people want to see that. So this way you are uh, pacifying the uh, TV people and you're also making the pay-per-view people happy.
1: A mm-hmm. uh, question for you, Bill here uh, last night during Matt Hardy's uh, Twitch stream, he revealed he, he, he mentioned that he thinks that WWE might have jumped the gun and made Jeff Hardy take a drug test uh, prior to the release and um, and offering him the rehab. A question here from Johan Pena. Do you guys see any chance of Jeff going back to WWE if they work things out? Just wondering.
2: Uh, I think, I think to be honest with you, uh, my opinion, um, I always say, never say never. Some of the strangest things have happened in pro wrestling where, I mean, look at, and I'll bring him, him up. Look at, we will never bring the Ultimate Warrior back to WWE. Okay? Boom. You never know what's going to go on behind the scenes. Never People say never really in wrestling, right? But I think Jeff right now is going in a different direction with the music day, And I think his focus is on exactly what we were talking about before, getting back with his brother in AEW, uh, appearing in AEW and uh, putting out that challenge to the Young Bucks—that's where the money is right now. Because what were they doing with him in WWE? If he, let's say, he went back tomorrow, mm-hmm. where is he? What's he doing?
0: It's not clear. I mean, he wasn't. It wasn't. It's not to say that they were doing nothing with him. There were some people talking about him potentially being Rowan Reigns' dancing partner before WrestleMania, uh, which you know, would have been pretty significant. Well,
2: but that's but by the time of WrestleMania where where do you go from True. there? True
0: where do you go with him there but still well, you're you're dancing with one of the most popular guys single stars in wrestling so uh, i i don't i don't want to say they were doing nothing with him um and there was you know we interviewed him at Survivor Series in New York City our very own Sid and he made allusions of big things he wanted to do in the singles run and it's worth noting he re-signed with WWE when he could have went to All Elite Wrestling about a year ago and he, he chose really to have- stay with them um, and sure. then, and there's so much about the situation with him being released, where WWE felt they were doing the right thing, you know, uh, from what we know and the sources we talked to. But there's a lot of people saying there's a lot more to this than than what's out there. If
2: WWE was uncomfortable with him being there and thought that this uh, could bring a bad light to their company at all, then what are we doing with what are we doing with Jeff Hardy? Well, not mm. a lot. We're not real.
1: Okay, so let's just.
0: Is it worth the risk with what we're doing with them right yeah, now or in the yeah, foreseeable yeah, future? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, but you also have to keep in mind though that AEW is kind of getting that WEWE problem where they have too much on their roster and you only have so much TV time for your wrestlers. So where do you fit Jeff, Jeff Hardy in an already? Really brilliant, brilliant, stacked move, by, tag brilliant team. move.
2: Brilliant move by WWE.
1: Absolutely. Too many guys. Too many guys to
2: too many guys for AEW to play with too much money going out. And what mm-hmm. are we doing with some of these guys? Cause we don't have enough TV time with three hours a week.
0: It's true. It's true. It's a very Put good. Tactic. Dark. <laughs> and, and is dark. <laughs> is dark. The same thing. Is it an appointment show? I mean, it's not to say it's a bad show, but it's People don't view it the same way they would even Rampage or or even NXT. You know, it's not comparable to NXT in the eyes of any fan. So um, uh, this other topic is interesting because you mentioned all that talent hitting the market. This is a perfect transition here. Um, Tell me about this story, Jose, because Tony Khan, once again, stirring the pot. He knows how to really make some noise here before a big TV show.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right, Kevin. Uh, So Tony Khan has been teasing some more major AEW uh, talent uh, debut's coming down the pipeline. He recently had an interview with Dazone, and he pretty much hinted that some stuff can go down tomorrow at Wednesday, but he really didn't confirm it. Like, he just kind of, like, left it dangling there. Uh, But, yeah, he's a fully aware of all the free agents that are on the market right now. It is pretty much, you know, a free agent market. and You know, there's so much of them right now. Uh, so you don't want to flood AEW, but you do want to try to get grab your hands on some great talent. Who can be coming down tomorrow? Who could be coming down to Revolution in, in February? That's just a few months away. Uh, so you that's that's know, the Jeff question, Hardy, right?
2: Jeff Hardy could show up with a guitar tomorrow night. He could just the perform. thing is, he's not able to
0: do it. He's not. He's not free. He's he's under that non compete until at least early March.
2: Right to non compete right, in the ring.
1: Oh. Yeah, he, to not compete, he could perform as uh, you know with by the if guitar. He perform, if he's got a ticket in he can, the crowd, he can, yeah,
2: he could perform up in the AEW Tron there. <laughs> um, and just, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here's tonight's uh, music. <laughs> they, don't to to they don't even say his
1: name. They don't even say his name. do not like... even say his name. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mystery hey. Acoustic Guitar Player X, <laughs> under a mask. He's under a mask, and you don't know who he is. <laughs>
2: yeah, El, El Hardio. <laughs> El Hardio.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the Midnight Rider. El, Hardy. <laughs> El <Hardy. laughs> Um, What free agents are out there, Bill? Do you think that AEW should scoop up? Because there's a lot of talent that got let go by WWE in the last year that that a lot of people would like to see there. We just had the, you know, the... Basically, Ring of Honor dissolving as we know it, and they're going to reboot it, but with no contracted talent. Basically, they're not—they're no longer that like contracted big TV company. You know, they're going to go dormant for a while and try and come back, but that opens up a lot of talent. And and there's already some people complaining about people they launched AEW with that were lower mid card talent that aren't even present on dark. They aren't even a part of anything that's on the show. And you now start to have that WWE problem where you, you have people, you have talent that people like that fall through the cracks. There's just something there. Or someone uh, you know, competes for a spot above them.
2: You know who they need to bring back now that all charges have been dropped. Somebody has got to bring Alberto Del Rio back.
1: Yes, absolutely agree. 100. I I am friends with Jose, with Alberto I think he is a tremendous talent, and not. I don't know if you knew about this news, but just recently, I think right over, over the weekend, he got exonerated out yeah, that's of what every I said. single All charge. Dropped. Yeah. yeah, everything has
2: got to get
1: him. Everything. Everything got dropped. He had a very uh, candid interview with Ugo Sabinovich, very close friend of mine as well, um, where he okay. revealed a lot of the stuff that went down. Uh, you know, with that whole situation between Page and himself. Glad to hear that he is exonerated of all charges. Uh, The last thing I knew is that he will be pursuing to get back into pro wrestling yeah. full time. This is a great opportunity for either AEW or WWE to sign Alberto de Rio. I would imagine Alberto will want to have one last run in WWE. Well,
2: see, that's exactly my point. I don't know if WWE would... Uh, entertain that because people looking up his background, you know, are they going to take a chance with it? Is it just,
0: yeah, is it guilt by association, even if he's not legally guilty?
2: But a main event of Alberto Del Rio contra Roman Reigns
1: Mucho dinero, papá! Mucho dinero!
2: Lifestyle.
0: It is worth noting, Alberto Del Rio will go off the script and talk about this entire drawn out legal situation that he's had in the last year or so. Uh, and what his future is, he will be on unscripted with Dr. Chris Featherstone with us coming up on the 21st. That will be live. You will yeah, be able so to ask, that, ask him gonna a live be question.
2: That's gonna uh, be, yeah, and they, should, they could also get him on the uh, broken skull sessions. You know, put he, on the be,
1: he has ball. a lot that, of stories, you know, yeah, stories. Would, uh, he would definitely get a lot of media, a lot of press. Uh, that's, that's a big name to bring back. So maybe yeah. Royal rumble. That would be a good, that would be the oh, be a great
2: surprise. Now, what on uh, the topic, of course, of uh, Wyndham Rotunda, Bray Wyatt coming in. We have to talk about that. Uh, um, there's so much that he can bring to AEW. Uh, that, that they don't everybody's have. Everybody's anticipating this. One. Anytime Tony Khan mentioned someone new is coming in, what's the first name you hear? It's got to be Bray Wyatt,
1: right? got to be Bray.
2: Yeah, or will it be one of the lower-rung WWE guys that AEW will take and elevate into a larger status? Because they know how to bring these guys up.
0: Mm-hmm. Like a Keith Lee, uh, you know, and then oh, obviously yes. you have Johnny Gargano is available now, but it doesn't seem like he's interested in, in going so right Keith out Lee there is, right away because he's is, having a child I, in a month.
2: Keith Lee yeah. is the the, the look yeah. of somebody. So I'd have to take a tic tac Break
0: Keith you, is a, tick a, uh, a
2: definite um,
0: tick for tack. Definitely
2: tick for, for a, tack.
0: I, if you're just tuning in, this is tick for tack with re- legendary wrestling journalist yes. Bill after Fruit
2: adventure, tick
1: We're on a fruit adventure with Bill After. Most
2: people think at my age seems like it should be an
1: ASMR podcast. You are watching the Tic Tac Fruity Adventure.
2: I like Bill Apter. At my age, people think I'm these are drugs, but they're not.
0: Uh, Let me ask you this, uh, Bill, because you've been in locker rooms and you've seen people compete when you've seen the look on people's face when the card gets put up for the night. You've been in that arena. You've been in that position. And then you see people that uh, maybe a month or so ago they were at the top of the card and maybe they're in the middle or maybe they're not on the card at all. And so when you start to see TV time, you brought up three hours of TV time a week. I brought up Elevation. We have some fans that mentioned Elevation is just a show. Dark, you know, these are just jobber matches, Elevation matches. They're not Mm -hmm. seen as legitimate, you know? I'm not saying they're not legitimate. They're not seen as like appointment type stuff. But Dynamite and Rampage are. And you have a company that is vying to go head to head with WWE and do something very different. Uh, Now some new talent comes in there how many more people get pushed down the card? I, I keep bringing it up. Like it keeps coming up to me. Like there's some talent you developed. How do you maintain a Malachi black? How do you maintain an Adam Cole who just joined you? How do you still keep, you know, Brian Dennison red hot for your main event with all this other in talent, this new talent you have to introduce and, and reinvigorate. Like that's kind of a lot of balance to deal with. Right?
2: I think they're, I think the AEW backstage, the mentality is different where everybody understand that everybody gets a chance. You know, one night you might be main event next night. You might be semi main event one night. You just might be the second match. Mm-hmm. You don't know. We have other guys coming in and we want to see the reaction and we're a company. We're trying to make money and, you know, no harm to anybody, but we're going to put you where we feel we go best. And I understand that there's, you know, it's, it's that, is so and so going to take my spot but I'm told that the mentality in um, the AEW dressing room doesn't have that type of paranoia everybody's like hey go out and get them guy
1: mm. that's what that's I That's a good attitude to do, have especially strong, you know sure. yeah that's a great attitude to have especially since you're a young company like AEW but also when you to Kevin's point where he you're producing these uh, AEW dark and dark elevation shows, and you keep pushing some of your rosters that you're trying to build and bring up to Dynamite and Rampage, your main shows. Um, I kind of look at it more as a longevity thing, right? I think that they're using and all these young talents kind of like at an NXT developmental type of deal, especially on, on, on tapings here in Orlando. That's a lot of independent wrestlers, a lot of guys that are green, a lot of people who are getting into the business that need TV time to get ready. Those are the shows to do it, and I just think that they're starting to invest more in the longevity of AEW and not right here and right now.
2: Now, somebody, uh, Kevin Bertram uh, asked. We just talked about Keith Lee, but Kevin's asking about Braun. Braun showed up at um, Final Battle, Ring of Honor Final Battle over the weekend. Now, remember, Tony Khan was backing, not financially, but he was backing the end of Ring of Honor. I mean that in a good way. He was sorry to see them go. He's a wrestling fan. But Braun happens to show up on a show that Tony Khan says, I want to help these guys out. So there's a possibility, I don't know this is a fact, that Braun Strowman, um, Adam Shearer, It's so much better if you just say Braun Strong. He doesn't look like (laughs)
1: it. He's the
0: Titan um, now. He's a Titan now. You see what he did? He took the whole Titan Towers thing, and now he's a Titan. Oh, what a play there.
2: Yes, yes. But um, just the fact that he gained some visibility this weekend when he's been secluded off in a corner someplace Mm -hmm. makes me think that maybe he's one of these big surprises coming out.
1: Well, I mean, that could be a possibility, right?
2: Against Alberto, they'll no,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but if Alberto comes, you know, you know that uh, that that his announcer he has to come too.
2: Oh, he's great. And what about his uncle?
1: That'd be something. Oh, yeah,
2: that that Jewish kid from the Bronx, Mel Moskowitz,
1: (laughs) Mel Mel Moskowitz,
2: Moskowitz.
1: right? Okay, (laughs) oh, but but before we move on to our last story, Bill. I used to work at a doctor's. I used to work in the medical field for 20 years before becoming a journalist and working in media and all that stuff. And I used to work with a a lot of the doctors that I worked with were Jewish, and they made me an honorary Jew. They called me Jose (laughs) Gonzalezstein.
2: Oh yeah, no, I I I will back that. uh, I will back that up. But I'm an honorary Samoan. You didn't know that. Ah. And this was given to me by the rocks mother. We have Sika. Alpha and I'm Apta.
1: Oh, nice. A P T
2: A H, A P T A H. I am Apta.
1: Those are some great people, aren't they? The noise, uh, the Afas, alpha, alpha, and 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 Sika. I I met them. They live here locally in Orlando. Met them about a year and a half ago. Had a great long oh, conversation great. with them. The entire, yeah. Such a great family. The entire yep. family
2: is. Yep, they, the entire family is, and uh, um, they are part of my. Very, very close extended family.
1: <laughs> That's so, always great to know. Yeah. Well, let's move into our last story of the day. Uh, nostalgia uh, seems like it doesn't want to yeah. stay away, but we're going to keep it going because the latest is that Too Cool might be having a reunion. Now, earlier today, uh, there was yeah. a tweet that was posted by Rikishi that both him and Scotty Tuhati were hanging out here in Orlando at SeaWorld. And uh, and he, they just pretty much put so this is happening today, and they just met up with each other over there in Orlando. Uh, but it should be noted that Scott Garland he uh, he was he left his job with NXT as a producer slash coach mm-hmm. back in November, um, and he still has a non compete clause through December twenty third. Uh, but he's looking to get back into the ring. Rikishi still stays somewhat active in the ring. He still has uh, still, still uh, does some shows in the Midwest and the West Coast. Uh, but this could be an interesting uh, reunion. Scotty well, Tuhati, know. Rick Ishi, well, are well, we going to get know. it?
2: Well, you didn't know. Was that a week ago? Scotty Tuhati was down here in Afters Alley for me to reteach him how to do the worm.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I know you so. don't have a lot of space, but I would love to see you bust <laughs> the worm, Bill. <laughs> I could do it, but
2: my, the camera is fixed on here right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean, certainly, you know, independent wrestling's going to be really, really interesting in the next year or so, and hopefully, we continue to make our way out of the pandemic. Though, you know, variants and all these different things are, are there. Uh, I, you have a lot more talent now, going to hit the market. uh Some people are kind of waiting out their non-compete clauses because they collect money. You know, they're getting paid while they while they got released from WWE. This whole last few batches, a lot of them are still just collecting their downside guarantee but now you have you know veteran talent like that seeing like oh i could get out of wwe and still make a good He's amount of money and go out there and entertain and i want to perform some still you know that guy was an agent he was not a, he was not in a role on camera for wwe uh what do you think the state of independent wrestling is going to be with acts like this all hitting the market at the same time well, to make their
2: mind, dates keep in mind that rikishi has his own promotion mm-hmm. as well Knox pro wrestling they could start it there They also would be great doing the convention circuit
0: all over the place.
2: I mean, really, really, in terms of making money, they would make more money probably doing the convention circuit than wrestling in the indies, to be honest with you.
0: I I can tell you from working C two E two this past weekend with Matt Cardona and Ken Anderson and the Inspiration formerly known as the Iconics with the great uh, Mike, Mike Kingston of Headlock Comics he had a great booth great talent oh, was great. there I they collaborate great, with him on the comic book as well uh, it's just a really cool product that gets that plays to hardcore wrestling fans in the right way and and I, it was the first time I've worked at conventions before but never behind the booth and like logistics of everything. And I think you're right. I absolutely think you're right. They might make more doing that than they would actually getting in there. Yeah. And you also have some guys who were like, "Hey, I'm. I mean, I may not want to do that. I may have some injuries. I may have some, you know, limitations or something like that. And may not want to actually jump in there and do it." So you make a great point there. Yeah, but yeah, they, I mean, you
2: could also do a Q and A at the uh, yeah, absolutely place like that. And Scotty can do the worm on the stage there.
1: You're Listen, true. when I was in WrestleMania in Tampa uh, covering WrestleMania and covering WrestleCon. Uh, You know, I was just interviewing and talking to some of the legends over there and just kind of looking at what they're charging. These guys can make pretty good money in the conventions if they just do it over the weekends. I mean, Hogan
2: Hogan makes hundreds of dollars per one person. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Huge. Absolutely huge. Uh, I heard that the numbers that John Cena was pulling this weekend uh doing photos and different things and they had a booth so you weren't at, you were it was almost like you were posing with him in a penalty box but they did it separate him you know with you know people of different concerns and everything like that you could still see him you could still see him though bill yeah. i know you're asking that uh but yeah i definitely think more the convention circuit kind of coming back here too you know some people are going to see some money that they couldn't make mm-hmm. when they were released a year ago and now they will be, uh, and all the wrestling was deeply a part of this event. So it'll be interesting, and this will be the first year with a WrestleMania that's kind of full force return uh,
2: really with, with Dallas same in two face nights. In action again,
1: <laughs> Ricky Castillo saying on Facebook, "What is he still slapping his cheeks?"
2: That's what we, I just <laughs> mentioned. Didn't I just mention that? <laughs> it, Ricky, if he does, we will send him over. Just forward us your address, and we'll see if we can get him to. Clap his cheeks in your house. <laughs> if you would have told Rickie me Rickie I woke up twerk. today.
0: If you would have told I, me I woke up today and <laughs> I would have been talking about cheeks clapping with the laughter, I wouldn't let you when we're out <laughs> together dancing cheek to
2: cheek. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, we always have a riot here on the top story, guys. If you're enjoying what you're watching, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, you got to make sure you subscribe to the Sports Keto Wrestling channel on YouTube. We are well on our way to 24,000. So make sure you like, share, and subscribe, and smash that notification bell so that way you never miss whenever we drop brand new content. Tomorrow night, we got the debrief at 10 p.m. Rico el Glorioso and myself we're going to be covering AEW Dynamite and NXT. Wait a minute,
2: no comprende. Yeah. What did you say?
1: <laughs> Rico el Glorioso. That's my co-host.
2: Oh, Rico. A-
1: Rico el Glorioso is my co-host on the debrief.
2: You know his uh, name is partially mentioned in Barry Manilow's song "Copa It is. It is. Glorioso. Name
1: was
0: Rico.
2: He wore a diamond.
0: Uh, that's, all it, that's all it took for him to get the girl. She's just wearing a diamond.
2: Remember, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of I'm a big Barry Manilow guy.
0: He's a fan of yes, yeah, That's what Absolutely. Manilow fans
2: are known as. fanalo And people know when they come to see my gotcha. show, I always open up with Can't Smile Without You. I do that. Pretty-
1: <laughs> Why are you so, laughing? So Gaga's got the monsters and Manilow's got whoa, the whoa, whoa.
2: Wait, wait a minute. So when we get off the air. yeah. I want you to go to YouTube, okay, and put in Bill. After sings can't smile without you. I've been before. I got into even while I was during the wrestling business. I do an hour and a half show based on my book. Is wrestling fixed? What's the answer?
0: Mm-hmm. Is it broken?
2: I didn't know it was broken. Yeah. Got to get the book, guys. Seriously, I would. I, I would know
0: that if I, I was reading the book.
2: Yeah. Yes, but uh, my, usually I don't do shows unless the hosts read my book first. <laughs> like, no, no, you're wrong. <laughs> do you do, do you know why? Yeah, they don't oh, know but they, they don't know facts about me. Who is the guy that introduced Jerry Lawler to Andy Kaufman? Well,
0: that would be you, Bill.
2: Right, that's the, the whole chapter in the book. Who's the guy who sent Sylvester Stallone pictures of Hulk Hogan for Rocky 3?
0: Oh boy. Mm. I would assume that would be you. You were taking no, those pictures it was at friend, reason.
2: Melvin guts, he lives in no, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I've been an entertainer my whole life. I sing, I'm a ballad guy and a Broadway show singing type of guy. That's why I know I know hundreds. And every time I go out of town before COVID, I'm not doing any road work. Now is I always find the, the karaoke joint and I invite the wrestling fans to come with me. I sing stuff like, beside Manilow, I do stuff like, see, like yo, I do a, like a lot of rapping type of stuff. See, you don't even know this about Wonderful Willie, do you? Anyway, what no, but I Willy? I do. That's
1: ah, uh, the, the alter book. ego that's came name, out. That's Love it. the
2: name that Handsome Jimmy Valiant gave me 20, 35 years ago. <laughs> one, that's my wrestling name is Wonderful Willie. You got to read the book or get the audio one. But uh, no, I do stuff like I swear by the moon and the stars. And I do. I have a whole. I'm surprised you guys don't know this. That's why when you were laughing about the music,
0: well, the WrestleMania after party is going to be interesting this actually, year. Uh,
2: actually, actually, uh, let's at, get lit with Starcast, after at
0: Starcast.
2: I ran the karaoke show. You did, there, yes, right. I
0: was at that. It was an event. There was a okay. Season.
2: So I sang there, but go when we get off here. Go to uh, YouTube and just put in "Bill After sings," and I'm the goat. The greatest of all time. I'm so pretty. <laughs> Who is that?
0: Uh, that, uh, that was, was uh, Ricky Ryan, Castillo. Ricky no, Castillo no, is a big fan of, of our show. Yeah, uh, Ryan Bowman. Uh, Ryan, excuse me, Ryan Bowman, contributor at Sportskeeda, chime in, in here as well. But yes, yes. It Ryan is. So, it is so, is so fun talk to talk to you every time, Bill, because you just well, have so you, much of another, a perspective.
2: Ryan is great. Ryan is another uh, uh, SportsKedia uh, contributor. Um, he wrote stories for me back when I was, uh, at one wrestling.com. Uh, he's an excellent writer. Um, and he's got a great style and, uh, I, I always appreciate reading his, I love reading his stuff.
0: Definitely we check him out. By right way, on the way, you, you guys can, uh, everything you, we, we have now with Bill that he's doing at sports you can get on our app as well. Our app is available. Uh, it is available on Apple. That's and the bill Google app, Life. right? Excuse the me? Bill app. The Bill app. Yep. The, yes, our app, our <laughs> after app. Yes, exactly. They had After Mags, and now there's After Apps, all those, all those good things. And of course, you can get all the content from us that we have on our YouTube channel, our Facebook, all those videos. We have them in audio form as well, in a podcast, available on Apple, Spotify, and so much more. I can also tell you that thank you for putting us on the charts. Can you see so the many cover the book? Look at that beautiful poster? Look at that beautiful book.
2: book. Look at here's that beautiful book. Whoa. Here's, here's me with Andy. Andy Kaufman and then Kaufman. I'm a New Yorker. It's Kaufman.
0: Kaufman.
1: Let me, let me there's, put you, let me put you on solo real quick. Captain. Yeah. Let me Hold put on. you on solo. There you go, Bill.
0: Uh,
2: there, there's uh, me with Ric Flair the night he won the title in Kansas city. There's that guy that's married to Stephanie.
1: Who's <laughs> <laughs> <There's laughs> the other guy? guy Who is, is that? This,
2: this is the guy that Vince McMahon senior's son. <laughs> right there, and actually, down the bottom here, I pasted some. This is um uh, Bruno San Martino and I back in 1963.
0: That's you awesome. That? You, your head is lost in his forearm there. Oh, yeah, uh. yeah,
2: definitely. And there's uh the greatest tag team of all time, Flair and I in Puerto
1: Rico. Bye. <laughs> wow, yeah. What was and your Bill favorite 8. city to visit in Puerto Rico? Yeah. Yes.
2: There's Triple H and I. He brought me up on the stage one night in Tennessee, and uh, there's Hogan and I. Uh, the night he won the title, it's in my book. The night he won the title, and he invited me up to the hotel. And back then, the magazines were all banned by the WWE because they had their own magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he called me anyway, and he wanted me to come up and uh, and take pictures of him. So again, it's so all. I'm not. Here to plug the book, but
1: what the heck. Hey, we'll plug it in. You're on the show. Uh, but before we head out here, you mentioned that you were in Puerto Rico with Ric Flair. That's my home. That's my home. Uh, what was your favorite place to visit in Puerto Rico?
2: Oh, I was Puerto Rico probably 25 times. I used to go and shoot Carlos Colon shows quite a bit. Oh, I, I loved uh, Ponce, uh, Colibra, where I went to uh, visit Pedro. Colibra, yes, very nice. Lady, Icando, action Baby. Uh, uh-huh. San Juan, which I loved San Juan. You
1: gotta uh, love San Juan. That's the capital. Yeah.
2: So no, I, I love the, uh, the whole country. Thank you, Philip. I appreciate that. People say that Bill is a historian. I don't remember dates. I remember matches and places, but I'm terrible with dates. I really am.
0: Well, definitely well, go though, check out the book. Uh, you yes. know, it, it's absolutely, it seems like a treasure trove of different, and especially
1: okay. it's the so when
2: somebody asks you, Is wrestling fixed? your answer is, I didn't know it was broken.
0: Bingo, yeah, there bingo. you go. It's,
1: a, and it's
2: not. I want to thank everybody for supporting professional wrestling and what's known as sports entertainment,
0: the whole absolutely. genre is, is a whole, whole thing. That's our uh, motto here. Like, if you're joining us, some people are asking about the Jeff Hardy news. We have that a little bit earlier in the show. Uh, we do have the confirmed things he's doing outside of wrestling right now while he's waiting out as non-compete. And those are actually kind of oddly corresponding with WWE's tour coming up this weekend, which is, is kind of interesting. Uh, that's all coming up. And also, just check, if you're just joining us late, check out the whole episode, by the way. If, you, if, you, if you're here yeah. late on the stream or whatever, check out the whole episode. Uh, Bill's going to be doing man. more with us in the future. And, of course, a lot of fun to come. Uh, and we'll be with you every weekday with a top story covering all the big things of the day. And then you get, you get the wonderful wizardry of, of, the, of the wisdom of being there at ringside for all these giant moments with bill. So just a lot uh, of fun coming it, up on sports. Keta. Well,
2: I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to make the rounds on uh, all the great sports key um, video podcasts, video casts here. Um, I did uh, one with uh, Dutch Mantel the other night. I've done Chris Featherstones. I'm doing yours. Hopefully, Bro, Vince Russo and I will be reunited. So we will be the real RK bro. <laughs> but I, I'm looking forward to that. But I'm hoping once a month, uh, every week, to uh, jump on one of the other great Sports keto shows. And uh, people, please uh, follow me at Sports Kita. Just go to Google or whatever your search engine is and put in Sports keto Bill after profile. And you'll see everything that I've done to date so far.
0: Thank you so much, Bill. Always a pleasure to
1: speak with you, buddy.
2: My pleasure. And as I always say, I'll see you at the matches eventually. Okay. <laughs>
1: guys, well, Bill, well, so, thank you so much for joining us on th- on today's edition of The Top Story. Guys, you guys know you have to follow, like, share, and subscribe. So make sure you do that. And when you're watching wrestling, you have to do the most important thing in the entire world, Kevin which is what, sir?
0: Enjoy wrestling.
1: Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Yes. See? (laughs) See?